there and welcome to Thrive Church Podcast here in Puyallup, Washington. We're so glad you found us and hope you enjoy listening to this sermon of the week. It's rather interesting. I have a message this morning. It's on one of our values and it's it's actually about invading the impossibility and I have an impossible task right here and that's to get through this message and be done on time. So um, I'm going to do everything I can. Um, we have this series, seven weeks of building uh, building blocks for transformation, our Thrive Values. Um, uh, I'm really going to go quick here. We're going to be doing that one one value per week for the next seven weeks. Um, I want Noah to hand out a, a, a handout for you um, because there's some activations that we're going to be doing with each week. And really what that uh, is is the opportunity for you to actually do something in your life to build these characters and values uh, in your life uh, to increase there. So some really good stuff. Um, nothing too hard. Um, but some of them have, uh, there are some extra events, some things that we're going to be in, uh, adding on to our schedule uh, to go after some of these things. And we wanted to give you the dates and times for those so that you could be thinking about those things uh, as we're going through this here. Um, specifically, I think the first one coming up is like uh, Saturday, February 24th. We're having a, an encounter worship night right here. There'll be more details coming soon on that, but um, that's a 6 p.m. on Saturday. Um, so, and then there's the, the EDGE conference that we mentioned earlier in our announcements that's a part of really activating the value of unity because we, we just partner with uh, our, our region. So anyway, the series schedule, really quick here, I'm, I'm speaking the next couple weeks. Then we got Helen coming and I get to speak again and then Angie comes and speaks on family and then I, I, I'm going to do unity and then um, Nikki Robs is going to finish up our series talking about people. Um, it's going to be great. I'm so excited for uh, what what's going to happen. What uh, what all of our team gets to bring as we're as we're going through our values. Some some quick goals um, that I have for the series is obviously we want to share about our key values, things that are important to us. What's important to us at Thrive, and um, and also describe what those uh, what those values actually cause what are we what is it what does it create around us what what what's the impact of having those values in our environment what do we do because we value these things we're going to talk about that what does it look like what are some of our lived out behaviors what do we do because you know like invading the impossible is valuable to us what does that look like what do we do to to bring that that culture and that value here at, at thrive uh, i want to see growth in each of our lives i want to see the experience of the kingdom, uh, these kingdom values. And I want to provide some vision about what you're going to experience at Thrive in the future. And then finally, uh, I want to increase some awareness and some buy-in for the Thrive vision. So this is part of like, this, we're rolling this out. Obviously, we just kind of launched uh, Thrive. Actually, we are a legal corporation now, and we're, we're doing all of the, the work to kind of get things lined up so we can uh, move forward. Uh, it's exciting, but I want to, want to sew into that as we're kind of at the beginning here. So, all right. What's next? Okay, I want to just hit the Thrive mission statement really quick. It is expanding God's kingdom by igniting transformation through vibrant growth individually and globally. Um, there's a lot about Thrive that has to do with growth. 
So when we talk about these values, uh, they, there's some aspects of them, especially the one that I'm going after today. There's some aspects of these that are absolutely completely unattainable. They're impossible, but we're going after them because uh, they, uh, they, uh, they cause us to stretch. They have, to, to get to these things actually fully developed and working in our lives, it, it requires growth. It requires that we step forward and move to something new. And it's so, so growth individually and, and globally is our, is our mission statement. All right. Invading the impossible. Are you ready? This is, I got 10 minutes and I'm going to give you everything I got. Are you ready? Can you keep up? I don't know if I can keep up. One of the ways that we describe invading the impossible is just a short phrase is anticipating breakthrough and expecting miracles. That's what it looks like. Um, but these two scriptures, Matthew 19, 26, uh, Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible, with, but with God, all things are possible. This next one, Mark 9, 23, if you can, Jesus is responding to somebody else and he says, everything is possible. For one who believes. These two scriptures lay a foundation for overcoming impossibility, but it takes empowered sons and daughters that build on that foundation to extend his kingdom with intentionality. Are you following me? Just because all things are possible, and just because all things are possible for us who believe, doesn't isn't the same picture of, uh, of, of, of what we're describing when we say invading impossible. Are you following me? That's, this is a key point because the whole, the idea of things that, I mean, we can believe that, that there's nothing impossible for God. How many believe this? It's, God can do anything. We have a little bit more of a challenge believing that all things are possible for those of us who believe. That's next scripture. But then that next step is like, because things are, because there's nothing that's impossible for us who believe, the next step is for empowered sons and daughters to step into that invitation to invade the impossible and actually do it, actually go after it. Like, I want to see impossibilities fall in my life and in your lives and in our community. I want to see that happen. This is just a little quote from me here. Invading the impossible is more than believing that there's nothing impossible for God. It is moving as sons and daughters of, of God into a real-time partnership with him to accomplish the things that are on his heart and align with his nature. We can look and understand what is, it, what is on God's heart, and then we can go after it. That's what invading the impossible looks like. When we say, you know, this is what God wants to see in this world. Why would, you know, I wish someone would do something about that. <laughs> you know, why doesn't somebody create this? Why doesn't someone accomplish that? Well, if you're, if you're seeing it, it's an invitation for you to go after it. Sons and daughters moving with God into a real-time partnership. What does that mean? Real-time it's like right now. And then it's like, it's also right now. It's, it's every moment, real time. 
it's like there's a, there, it's not like just over the long haul, we kind of partner with God. That's good. Yes, we're all after that. But I'm telling you that this opportunity for us to invade the impossible means that there are, there are moment by moment opportunities for us to step into the will of God, to step into things that are on his heart, to step into the things that align with his nature. And we go after those things and we bring heaven into this earth. Right? Okay. What does it look like? Hope. Hope is the language of invading the impossible. It really is. Hope is the language of invading the impossible. It starts with the belief that every person is made to confront and overcome impossibility. I love the story that Bill Johnson tells about every night going into his kids' rooms and praying for them and talking to them about what, asking God, like, what area of impossibility is this one made to invade? What are they called to overcome? We all have a purpose, amen? <laughs> purpose is never status quo. It's never, let's just stay where we are. Let's just stay like right here where it's comfortable. Purpose always is drawing us forward. It's pulling us into something new. It's always involving confronting things that are impossible. Even in your own life, there's things that are impossible for you right now. And God is giving you, he's issuing you an invitation right now today to invade that impossibility as an empowered son or daughter. He's issuing an invitation. I don't know if you're going to, if you're fit, but he's, he's calling to you and he's saying that thing that you see as an impossible thing, that thing that you experienced and, that you, and it could be any kind of thing. It could be relational. It could be in your health. It could be your finances. It could be, uh, uh, it, it could be in your walk with the Lord. It doesn't, it doesn't even, it, it, it happens in every kind of area. There's no boundaries. Impossibility shows up all the time, everywhere in our lives. And purpose is calling us, inviting us to invade those impossibilities. Keys to living in hope. Live in close relationship to Jesus. Live connected to one another in community. <laughs> uh, engage in intentional mind renewing. It's really important. <laughs> um, obviously, how many of you guys have ever experienced like you're having a down day? And so, you know what? You take some time and you turn on some worship music and the Lord lifts your spirits. Have you, have you experienced that? Okay, that's what, that's what living connected to God does. It lifts us up. It's also what living connected to one another does. How many have experienced that? Where you're like having a, a hard time and you reach out to a friend and that friend has just the right word or they, 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 they pray for you. They, they encourage you in some way. How many of you experienced that? That's, the, that's the, the Christian life is not meant to be done alone, just so you know. I mean, it's about community. And so when we live connected to Jesus and we live connected to one another in community, we're going to experience hope on a more regular basis. If you don't have enough hope, get closer to Jesus, get closer to those around you. It's like always a good, a good, um, a good uh, recipe for, for hope. And then engage an intentional mind renewing. Lots of ways to do that. So there's books. There's all kinds of resources. Go after it. Um, you're empowered, sons and daughters. That means if you need it, go get it. Don't wait for someone to you know, accidentally drop it at your front door. Go get it. 
If you need to walk in more hope, go get it. All right. Uh, next thing that invading the impossible looks like is faith. If hope is the language of invading the impossible, faith is the action. Faith is the action. Um, it's spelled oftentimes, we've heard over the last number of years, faith is spelled R-I-S-K, risk. James 2, verse 17 says, in the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Faith is something that has to get us moving towards something. Faith, this is a quote from Bill Johnson that really ministered to me this week, actually. Faith may quietly press in or it may cry out very loudly, but it is always violent in the spirit world. It grabs hold of an invisible reality and won't let go. Taking the kingdom by faith is the violent act that is necessary to come into what God has made available. This is that invitation, invading the impossible, stepping into it, right? We grab hold of something that doesn't exist, but it's true, it's real. It exists in the heavenly realm. We grab hold of it by faith and we pull that into our world. We hold on and we pull it into our world. All right. How are we cultivating our value of invading the impossible? We're going to just fly here. <laughs> we, we foster relentless hope for every situation. We encourage and we celebrate risk. We, we foster this expectation that God's going to do his part. He's good at his job. He, he, he doesn't have any like things that he's not quite meeting the requirements. Uh, you know, we've all had, you know, a performance review. God doesn't need those. He's good at his job, right? He, he does his part. He is who he says he is, and he does what he says he does. Powerful sons and daughters find real-time practical ways to partner our faith with God's nature and intentions to see on earth as it is in heaven become reality. All right, keep me moving here. We, we, we intend to demonstrate the kingdom with power. First uh, Corinthians 2, 4, and 5, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith may not rest on human wisdom but on God's power. We want to demonstrate the kingdom. I believe that the, the, the kingdom model uh, has to include demonstration. If it doesn't include demonstration, it's mostly just religion. All right, I got to move faster. Uh, here we go. Um, we pray for the supernatural. Awesome. We go after that. We, we go after the race of prophetic ministry. So good. <laughs> we pray for breakthrough in every kind of situation. We are always expecting God to show up. We're always expecting breakthrough. We regularly and intentionally teach and embrace the renewing of our minds with kingdom truth that dispels doubt and bolsters faith. We activate our value by doing those things. <laughs> that we just talked about. Not gonna hit them again. All right, outside of the Thrive environment, this is something that's really cool. Um, we, just, we don't 
take these values outside the environment just by doing it the same way that we do inside the environment. We do that. It's wonderful for us to see someone at work healed. I've had the privilege of praying for a coworker and seeing him healed at work. That was phenomenal. It was so fun. Um, it, I, my heart was beating out of my chest when I was like, I want to pray for him. I'm supposed to pray for him. And um, finally got up enough guts to actually talk to him and pray for him. And he got healed right there on the spot. It was phenomenal. It was so fun. Now we want that to happen, but that's not the only way that we take these same kind of values, taking the invading, the value of invading the impossible outside of our environment. There's other ways. Um, reaching for supernatural wisdom and power for each of the seven mountains. Education. I, I put them here because every time I say anything about the seven mountains, everyone, I have the, the most asked question is what are they again? So they're here for you. Education, business, family, government, religion, media and arts, uh, media and arts and entertainment. So those are the seven, but God wants to invade all of those areas, not just the area of, of religion, which we, we see as that's where the church resides. Um, we just don't want to see, it's not only like powerful things happen when you go to church. Well, that's, that's awesome. We want that. We want to encounter God when we come to church, but how much, how much more effective will we be if we're bringing the kingdom everywhere we go? Revival is not about uh, what we experience inside here. It's actually about us carrying it everywhere we go, including here, but everywhere. The full manifestation of the kingdom of God in business, as an example, looks differently than the full manifestation of the kingdom of God within the church setting. You know, if we have an amazing breakout of revival here, you know, it's going to look like people getting slain in the spirit and people prophetic getting prophetic words that are super accurate. There's going to be uh, healings. There's going to be signs and wonders. People are going to get saved. It's awesome. Now, I would love to see that when I go to Costco too. Honestly, that would be really fun. But Costco is not there for us to have a revival service. They're there to make money. <laughs> right? So if, if they don't make money, even if everyone at, the, at Costco is getting saved, they're still not fulfilling their mission and their purpose. So how do you understand when, you, when revival and when the full manifestation of the kingdom comes into a, the realm of business, it doesn't look the same. Now, they, you can experience some of those same things, but it's going to be different. In a church setting, you're going to see healing prophecy, manifestations of the move of the Holy Spirit. In business, you're going to see wisdom for inventions. You're going to see creative business ideas. You're going to see products and services that solve real-life issues, and you're going to see profit. That's what it looks like when the full manifestation of the kingdom shows up in the business realm. And guess who takes it there? His empowered sons and daughters. You. When you go there, it comes with you. All right. This is a quote from uh, The Greatest Showman. Um, I, I'm not sure it really fits here, but I really liked it when I saw the movie this weekend. <laughs> a person's station is only limited by their imagination. You know, we can, we can accomplish great things just by partnering with God with our imagination. What could happen? What could it look like? What could my business look like? What could my family look like? What are some areas of impossibility that God wants to invade? And all he's asking is for us to stir up a little creativity, a little imagination about how it would look if God came and did something amazing in that, in that area. All right. 
How can you be a part? You can pray with us. <laughs> take it upon yourself. Be on the prayer team. Take it upon yourself to pray for healing whenever uh, you see the need. You don't need to wait till someone does this and go, you know, and says, okay, you, you can pray for that person. When you see somebody who needs it, whether it's here or anywhere, you can release that because you walk in the power of God because you have the Holy Spirit in you. So take it upon yourself to cultivate that, that value of going after the impossible. Develop an internal culture that's filled with hope, good beliefs, and faith in regards to healing. If healing's an area of passion for you, talk to me. We want to build that more here. Prophecy. There's ways to get involved. Seek God for an encouraging word for someone each time we gather. I love watching Angie in worship. Uh, oftentimes she will she'll just wander through the room and find somebody that God just highlights to her and she just begins to release words of encouragement or uh, pictures that she sees over them. You can feel free to do that too. Operate in freedom. Go after that. You don't need a license. You don't, you don't need my special blessing. Uh, you are an empowered son. Go after it. Or a daughter. Go after it. Awesome. Help us make it impossible for people to visit our environment and not get an encouraging prophetic word. If you're hungry to grow in this area, let me know. Let us know. There are lots of tools and resources. We'd love to help you there. Praying for breakthrough. Set that to be your default mode. That's what we're going to do. We're going to pray for breakthrough everywhere we go. Every time we encounter somebody, uh, just see yourself releasing breakthrough over their circumstance. This is how you, as an empowered son or daughter, can release breakthrough everywhere you go. Set that to your mode. It's like, that's what I do. I bring breakthrough. Whatever you do need it in, I carry it. I walk in it. All right. Other ways, share your testimonies of how you're encountering God and seeing him eliminate impossibilities in your life and sphere. Yes, we want your testimonies right here. We'd love to hear them. We'd love to celebrate what God's doing in your life. And it doesn't have to be uh, some massive, like, I, I found this guy, I healed him of cancer. It was amazing. That would be fun. We would totally celebrate that. But we also celebrate how God's showing up in your everyday life testimonies in every every way every sphere let's share those and then there's a little plug for you use the thrive church members facebook group we, that's a great way for us to communicate like what happened you were uh, you were in a time of uh, of just devotion to god and you something just you had an encounter with him just write about it snap a picture uh, you know, whatever. Stick it up on our, our, our group and we'll we'll get to share that together and um, celebrate that. It's going to be good. All right. It is abnormal for a Christian not to have an appetite for the impossible. I have to stop right there and read that again because I want you to catch it because it says it's abnormal. It's not normal for you not to have an appetite for the impossible. It's in our DNA. That's what it says next. It's been written into our spiritual DNA to hunger for the impossibilities around us, to bow at the name of Jesus. Another quote from Bill Johnson. All right, where am I? Some activations. All right, on your little sheet that we passed out, we're going to see this activation. I want to do this right now. Um, I want you to just, uh, everybody around the room, just, 
get up out of your seat right now if you would stand up. We're going to be closing here really quick, but as, we, as we're getting ready to close, I want you to just find somebody around the room. And, um, um, oh, this is, this isn't what that says. It says, identify someone in your workplace or neighborhood and pray with them about an area of impossibility in their lives. Then share about it on our Facebook group. That's do that, do that this week. Uh, find, you know, find an opportunity to release, uh, God's goodness and into the realm or your neighborhood or where you go after you leave here today. Okay. And then share about it on our Facebook group. But what I want to do right now is this, this, this next one here. Identify an area of personal uh, or family impossibility and find someone else in the room right now and share that with them and share, share with each other, vice versa, and then just take 30 seconds and pray for them and then carry that with you this week and, and pray for them. And then as God comes and provides answers, share about that also in our, in our Facebook group. We are having a special prize. The first person to post a testimony of what God's done. Uh, uh, it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be glamorous. It didn't have to provide you with $10 million that, you know, you needed. Um, but, it, you know, just share about what God's done in your heart. But the first person who does gets a Chick-fil-A card. So check that out. So why don't you uh, find somebody right now, uh, if you would, if, uh, and just share with them and just pray with them for their area uh, that they're going to be pressing for and uh, vice versa. And let's pray for each other. It's going to take about a minute. So make it, make it quick. Connect quickly. Pray quickly. And then carry that with you this week. 